Hi, this is Debbie. I'm a wife, mother, grandmother, aunt, cousin, sister, and HBIC. Follow along as I tell the many stories of my everyday life and journey. This is I Wear Many Hats. Debbie Dorman is here from I Wear Many Hats. Today's hat I'm going to be wearing that is the daycare provider. And as that Barney song you just heard, boy, that saved me. In those days, we had VHS, and that thing just got played and played and played. Because like I said, I did the daycare for 13 years. So hello, everybody. I'm going to tell you a little bit about my adventures with the daycare. Uh, when I was in high school... I knew I wasn't going to go to college, as I mentioned before, and I'd always really loved children, and I thought I was going to open a, a preschool, a brick-and-mortar one. I had a name for it, Ambrosia, you know, a bunch of different little ingredients into one thing, and so um, I took some classes, and I wanted to get uh, certified by the state, and I took, uh, like I said, I took classes, and um child psychology and um, literary classes, reading. At that time, there was a, wasn't the videos like we have now. Some of the, we would do what they called flannel art. You would get flannel and you would make um, nursery rhyme characters. And the, the most popular one was like, um, I know an old lady who swallowed a fly. Well, we would have a cutout of an old lady with a big mouth and then we'd have the fly and the goat, and then you know, we have a big flannel board background, and then you put those in, and they sing the song. And so um, I had a whole album of all this flannel board stuff, which luckily I had to do it for school. If I had to do it on my own, I would never got it done. <clears throat> so I did that, and then there was music class and sociology. There was a lot of classes, nutrition, and, of course, CPR. Well, I had to have... Um, practice, work time. So I got a job at uh, Orange County Department of Education here in the summer. They needed substitute teachers because they had the program was kindergarten, preschool, sorry, was year round and teachers needed a break. So I went to about five or six different schools and it encompasses a big area. So some schools were of different ethnicity than the others. So I got a lot of experience with dealing with different parents and uh, I got a lot of experience doing that. So I put in my hours for doing that. Then I got a little part-time job over here at Montessori. I had heard a lot about Montessori. I wanted to learn more about that. It was called Montessori on a Budget, a class I had taken. So we have one right across the street here. So I just worked in the morning, help out the teachers in the morning. And that was fine. Then I figured, you know, with the insurance and everything, I think maybe... I have this big house. My youngest has gone off to school. Why not? And Tony's working all day. Why not just um, do one here? Get licensed. So I looked into it, and it wasn't that bad. They came out, 
uh, everybody who lived here had to be live scanned, fingerprinted, TB test, background check, all that. But of course, we all passed. And I didn't have any vicious dogs like a chow or anything like that. So it all worked out. So we got licensed. And um, I had been told by the licensing agents that I would be kept really busy because I lived next to an industrial park. And if I wanted to be really busy, their graveyard shift was very much in need. The parents would drop the children off maybe 1045, go to work and pick them up at 7. But I didn't want to do that because my family lived here and now. If I was a single woman, maybe that'd be okay. Then I'd have the day, but no. And then, um, so no, I said, I'll just do the regular normal hours. And um, when parents were looking for daycare, especially with newborns, it's kind of in a surge. Maybe September when school's starting, I'll get phone calls in August. Then in December, I'll get phone calls for when everybody's going back after the holidays. So um, she was right. I got a lot of calls right off the bat, but I was licensed for six. But you can't have six of the children under the age of two. So I could have two under the age of two. They were considered uh, toddlers after that. Before that, they were infants, but they've changed that now to 18 months, which is more reasonable. But at the time, I had to be limited to the three, which was fine, breaking me in. So uh, real quick, I got three babies and just the cutest little things, and I had a big triple delight stroller, it was called. I I saw that at Toys R Us, actually, and I, I grabbed that up real quick. And um, when I was doing the licensing, the licensing agency told me, here's something very important to remember, that when the parents come out to interview you, you interview them too, because it's easy to watch the kids, relatively. It's the parents that are the hard ones to deal with. And she was right. So I put that in the back of my mind. And of course, when you first get started, you're anxious to get full. And Luckily, I got three real good parents. So I had them, and um, we had also been told that it was recommended that you have them pay the beginning of the week on Monday. Pay on Monday, and that way, at the end of the week, you know, you don't have to worry about it. But I never had any parent that anything bad happened. Never had a balanced check. Never had anybody come in late. And I, I attributed that to the caliber of parents I got because they went to the licensing agency. And I thought, wow, I I would never have thought about doing that. Call the local licensing agency and get phone numbers for uh, daycare providers by where you work, not where you live. You could live 15, 20 minutes away in an emergency. That would be pretty bad. And they needed to be able to get here pretty quick. If the child vomited or anything like that, the parent had to be here within an hour to pick them up. So And they all know that. You get a contract, you sign the contract, and you tell them what holidays you're going to be off. Now, I always took between Christmas and New Year's off, and then my birthday is on Memorial Day, so I always took that week off there because that way I could pad it with that extra day. And this is not a profession that you can get into where you can take a day off. You don't take a day off. You've got six people uh, depending on you to be there every morning, bright and early, And um, so all dentist appointments, doctor's appointments, these all have to be on weekends. And luckily, you know, we all worked around that. So I did that, got all licensed, and got my children. And we were in a real good uh, 
schedule because I only had the three of them, feed them and play. And we got that all done. Oh, my kitty cat came up here to join us. So after they got a little bit older, then I was allowed to go on and have two more children. So actually, I got three more children, three older and three younger. So it was so, I don't know how I did it. I had three, I would feed the babies first at lunch when they were old enough for a scheduled lunch. And then I have the three older ones. And I tell you, boy, I gained 20 pounds because there's always food around, always a snack. We had snacks in the morning, and then we would have lunch and then a snack out when they woke up. And our poor dog, Max, Max gained 20 pounds over the course of the daycare <laughs> because he would just station himself under the table or where they had snacks and just... I probably never had to wash the floor. He, he just was over there, anything, just opened his mouth, 20 pounds. Poor guy, but he, he died happy. So it, I had all that. I had that. And then I had the other kids, so I had six kids. And Tony would leave in the morning, get them all riled up, the ones who were here, and then take off. So I, I had them. But I had the big front yard, and it was enclosed, and... Uh, good neighbors who were very, most of them didn't, were gone. So, you know, we made a lot of noise in the backyard playing, running and stuff and things like that. And we go to the park and um, uh, I had a really good time with the kids. And when the kids got older, there was, there's a lot of preschool, home preschool programs. Of course, now everything's online. You can download it. But at the time, every week they would send you a little weekly packet of age appropriate activities for the kids. So I had little homework going home, uh, getting them ready for preschool. But mostly we did Play-Doh and kids don't like blocks. Don't invest in blocks. They don't like blocks. There was Play-Doh, things that are messy they love. We did painting. I had a sandbox. Oh, they love the sandbox. And But one daycare parent I had didn't want her little boy to get sand in his eye, so he didn't last very long here. So I was doing really good. During the summer, Ryan was home. Poor Ryan. I thought Ryan's never going to have any kids because the kids would be, daycare kids would be here. You know, they have runny noses and all that kind of stuff, but he got over it and he had Parker. So uh, it's a lonely job. You're there all day long. And if Amber, Ryan's girlfriend at the time, Amber, she worked really close by, I'd say, Amber, please, can you come over just for 20 minutes? I just want to run to McDonald's and get an iced tea. It was like, oh, freedom. But I hurried back because it, it's a big responsibility having uh, six little people who are responsible in your name. So anything could happen. So Amber would do that for me once in a while. And then I think we had agreed on every Tuesday was um, chicken nugget day. So I'd bring them home. So what I had done is I had told the parents, because it was getting to the point, it was just too hard. They're all bringing all these separate lunches. And I had one little boy who was a vegetarian. Nothing wrong with that, but his mom would bring him a Tupperware with rice and three green beans. Oh, that wasn't working out. So I told the moms and the dads, but mostly the moms, that for a dollar, dollar fifty a day, extra ten dollars just had to the check, that I would provide the lunch. And they liked that that lot. So everybody was eating the same thing and uh, Chef Boyardee, rice aroni, all that easy stuff, macaroni and cheese. And now the licensing 
the state of California had a program where you could get reimbursed for the money that you spend on the kids' lunch, but you would have to fill out uh, what they ate every day, and then uh, that was just too much. Then you'd have to send it in, and you get refunded. Well, you had to pay taxes on that money that was considered extra income, so I, I chose not to do that. I was just, I spent more money on those kids than I made, but it was it was fun, and I had a good time. We, I got really close to them. Tony and I are still friends to this day with the parents. And so I, luckily all those classes I had taken came in really good. We had the flannel time story, and I had uh, cribs, not cribs, porta cribs and blankets. And um, what I had done with the, di- with the diaper situation is that here in California, we're expecting the big earthquake. So uh, all daycare providers have to be prepared for 72 hours on our own with the children. So you have to have, it's a lot of diapers, people. And so what I had done is because my first time parents, when they came in, oh my gosh, just a diaper bag would be bursting. You know, my other daycare parents would come in, oh, new baby, yeah. And they would learn, fine, I just said, no, don't put any nose squeezers or whatever. No, I'm not doing that. Just I'll provide everything. You just provide the diapers. And so that worked out really good. They The bag was getting low. I'd give them the empty bag, and they'd come back with the diapers. So I provided the wipes and all that kind of stuff. And pretty soon the parents were just coming in with the kid and whatever formula they had. And that was fun, too, because a lot of the moms were breastfeeding, so I'd have to have backup. So my little freezer, you'd open all these little uh, Ziploc bags of breast formula. We're falling out, but you do what you got to do. So I did that for 13 years. So as you can imagine, I had a lot of kids coming through. And um, the licensing agency would come out once a year and do a surprise visit. And wouldn't you know she'd come out the day the kids were all wild and crazy. It would be a lot easier if they would say, look, I'm coming out Monday at 12, have your paperwork ready. But they'd come out and want to see immunization records and um, uh, emergency forms. Because like I said, very serious about this big earthquake or natural disaster coming. We had to have a meeting place, which would be at the park, and the parents had to all know that and sign it. And if I ever took the kids to the park, I had all the medical uh, consent forms with me. It's a lot of work, like I said, but I managed it. It was just me and I did just fine. It's so funny. I was going to have a daycare reunion, Debbie's daycare reunion, once the internet became popular and I could look people up. So I thought I'm going to have a big daycare reunion. So I looked up my first one, little girl. And what do I find? Oh, my God. It was a, her mugshot. Oh, little baby girl got in trouble. <laughs> so I thought, oh, I don't even want to know what I'm going to find next. So I didn't do it, but I still think about it to this day. Tony said, what did you do? And I said, it wasn't me. I said, she was fine with me. It's when I sent her home with her parents that she got in trouble. And then um, some of the families have two daughters, little girls from the same family, just so different. I would love to see how they all turned out. But uh, if they want to look me up, they know my name, they can. And I'm still friends. But now one of the uh, when I went to one of the uh, yearly meetings we had to go to to renew our CPR and all that kind of stuff, one of the moms, her husband was a lawyer, 
And he has said, you need to be very, very careful because these children have the right, up until they're 21, to come back and sue you. Say they fell and broke a tooth, broke an arm. It's a lot of responsibility taking care of other people's kids. Luckily, none of that happened. And my last one has just turned 18, so I think I'm in the clear. And uh, he's my neighbor, of all things. So I see him, I think, oh. So I had the daycare for 13 years. Dealing with the parents, as I said earlier, uh, I had some keywords. If the parent used the word, I'm really anal about that, ding dong, you're gone, not, not watching your kid. Uh, what is that? I'm very anal about that. Or they say, um, no, I'm, one of them said, I'm very anal about that. They cannot have sugar, no sweets. Now, maybe on their first birthday, they can have a piece of cake. Oh, well. Ding dong, she's gone because, no, we have sugar. Cookies, we have birthday parties. Someone's always having a birthday party when you've got that many kids. So, and we had always the birthday parties for them. And the moms, being that they worked close by, or the dads would come over and we would sing happy birthday. And it was, it was a lot of fun. And at the holidays, there was a woman who came around and did um, holiday portraits of all the children. So, so I have a nice picture for the moms for Christmas, or dads, and they have cute little Christmas cards. And it's a big community, so there's always something going on, people willing to ha- ha- help out if you did need to go on vacation and back up. But um, the beginning of the year, I would always give the parents a contract they would sign saying when my days off would be. And boy, the parents out there in podcast land, they were happy to see me when I came back. <laughs> Week gone, man, they were happy. They were saying, oh my God, thank God. A lot of women out there are working women. It's hard to be home. It's really hard. They're working women, and they knew the kids were safe with me. Sometimes the kids would go out to the car and wouldn't get in their car seat. They wanted to stay, which was nice for me. It was look good for me. And again, that's why I probably never had to advertise. We had a lady down the block who got didn't get licensed. And she had kids coming from um, Penny Saver. I mean, she would have a pool, a kid's pool out in the front with water in it. You can't do that. A kid could fall and drown. I know actually the mailman finally reported her. He had to because anything could happen. He would see the kids out there running around. That did not happen my, my watch. You don't know how many times a day I counted those heads. But um, so I had that, and I, I never had any trouble. And then one mom called me when I did interviewing me, and it wasn't a newborn. So I said, well, what's going on? Um, why are you changing preschools or daycares? She said, well, my child is a biter. <laughs> Keyword, biter. I can tell you that there's nothing that gets a parent more upset than their child being bit. I mean, unless you left them at the park, something like that. But, of course, that didn't happen with me. They do not like that. They get very upset. So, no, I'm sorry. I'm not, no, I'm not sorry. Sorry, I'm not sorry, but I'm not taking your biting child. I have a good thing going over here. I don't want that kind of reputation. So she got very upset with me and said, I'm going to call and report you. And I said, call and report me twice. I don't have to. I can take who I want, except, of course, if they call and you turn them down because they're handicapped. Well, you can't do that, but... I didn't, I never had that situation. I never had any handicapped uh, people apply. So I didn't really have a house for it either, but 
Um, so that never happened to me. One woman, I just was really leery about her. She said it takes a village to raise a child. And I thought, well, the baby was just so darn cute, I'd give her a chance. Well, she had a creepy husband. After the children woke up from their naps, we would have a snack, and then we'd go out in the front. As most of you know, I have a really nice and close front yard, and we have the park. And I would see he was parked across the street, like looking over here. I thought, what's he think? What's going on? Why are you looking at me out there? Then one time I saw the car, and he wasn't in it. He had snuck over and was hiding behind the neighbor's tree, watching. Like, what did he think I was doing? So um, he came over, and I just had a bad feeling. So I told his wife, I told her that um, I'm going to have to let her go. And she was kind of shocked because, you know, it's a big deal. How are you going to find somebody that you can trust? And I told her what he had done, and she said, yeah, she had been having trouble with him too. And so I think uh, the marriage didn't last. He'd even told me one time, if you'd ever like some of the product he was selling, the company he worked for, it was candy. He could get me a five-finger discount. What? I didn't know what a five-finger discount was. I, I found out free, and I thought, no, no, no. It was a cute little boy. Hated to see him go, but it takes a village, five-finger discount. No, those were not the parents for me. So I filled his spot up real quick. So I was really happy doing that. I uh, got the kids when they were six weeks old, six little weeks old, they learned to crawl here, walk here, talk, their first words. But another thing that we had been told, that if the kid, the baby, says their first word or something, don't say anything. Let it, when it happens at home, let it be the first time for them at home. Because they feel sad. You know, a lot of parents feel have a guilt that they're working and they miss it. So if they said their first word or they took their first crawling, even though we were really excited about it. We didn't, Tony and I didn't say anything when they got home. Just let it, when they got home and it happened, it was exciting. So they got their first teeth here. Um, yeah, there a lot of firsts happened here, a lot of firsts. And I just love them. And then I was going to, after 13 years, I thought, I'm going to take the summer off. I'm going to take the summer off and then because the kids were getting older, and I hadn't taken any new babies. So I thought, I'll get my kids up to three years old. And um, at that time, when I only had the three, we would uh, walk up to Chuck E. Cheese, walk up to McDonald's. So I was having a little farewell at Chuck E. Cheese, and I told the parents that um, if they knew anybody, I'd be starting back up again in September. I was just going to take a nice long summer off. Well, wouldn't you know, right at the end of that, I had a medical issue, and so I didn't get to go back to doing the daycare, and it just worked out that I never got to do that again. So I let my license expire, and um, the licensing agency had told me, she said, well, you what you can do is you can get my job, or not my job, take over my job, but go and do what I do. They're always hiring. Go into the daycare homes and check and do all that. And I thought, no, I don't want to do that. I liked working with the kids. And I didn't want to deal with all the daycare parents. So anyway, that's my experience with the daycare. I think I covered everything. So if you know anybody or you're going to have children down the line and you're going to be living in with somebody, it's not your parents, like someone I'm doing grandma duty now, um, call licensing. 
your county licensing agency. That's the best because these people have gotten a license. You don't want somebody out of the penny saver or Craigslist, as nice as they might be. And another thing about the um, licensing is if you're going to have anybody stay at your house more than a week, they have to go through all the procedures. They have to live scan, tuberculosis, all of that. And um, Tony's family would come to visit and they would have to be, I'd have to have them all cleared because the the licensing agent she told me said when people come from a foreign country they paid a lot of money they're not coming here for a week they're staying and a lot of people will say you know some new woman is their relative and they're just going to be here for the week she said no they're not so they got to come back and do another visit but I I always do everything legal because you know like I said before I'm not I, I can't take any uh, stress with the law, anything like that. So, but I never had to worry. I had really great, great, great parents. And actually, one of my moms worked for a big uh, woman attorney here. So um, that worked out really nice. Okay, I'm really enjoying doing these podcasts. Um, I hope you're enjoying them. I'm probably running out of things on the getting to know me. So volunteer your time to come over and let me uh, interview you. So this is Debbie's daycare. I wear many hats, and this was my daycare hat. Okay, thank you. See you next time. Bye-bye. Don't forget to subscribe to I Wear Many Hats on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or your favorite podcast app.